Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What up, guys? How y'all doing today? Today is May 18th. Yes, we are in the middle of May, which is wild to me. And Celebration is sooner than I expected. That's Star Wars Celebration. I will be attending next weekend. Uh, it is me, your host, Nick, obviously. Probably should have clarified that. I mean, you should know my voice by now, too. Unless you're new and welcome to the show. I mean, where am I going with this? I, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, and as always, you know, like, share, subscribe dislike, poke, upvote, downvote, um, listen or not. Hey, you can listen to me on mute for all I care. No, I'm kidding. Hey, uh, we're all having fun here. Uh, should be a fun-filled Saturday at panels uh, this upcoming weekend for another round of Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, hope you guys are too. Uh, maybe we'll be on stream this weekend. Not sure. We've just been uh, hitting some technical difficulties. Uh, that's with the 101 League, my great friends and partners over there. Uh, and, of course, at Panels Comic Book Coffee Bar. Great, great, great place um, in Oceanside. Then uh, what else? what else is going on? Um, I got my first set of Magic cards the other day. Uh, and I set, set is really wrong. I guess I should say, uh, <laughs> uh, I only got like four of them because I got some of the Godzilla cards that I wanted to have for quite a while. Uh, none of them are, um, I, I didn't get King Ghidorah. Uh, his card is just a little too outside of my price range right now. I am not trying to spend $40 on one card right now. Uh, most of the cards I bought were like five dollars or less. Um, not not trying to uh, go on some kind of crazy spending spree. Um, also bought uh, quite a bit of Digimon cards, um, just because again most of them were less than five dollars. Uh, most of them were less than one dollar, so it was. Uh, I felt it was somewhat justified in that situation um, as I go on a new Digimon kick. Uh, can't get Pokemon cards, so... Because <laughs> uh, that's how it's been lately. Um, no, the Digimon cards are sick. Did I talk about the box topper War Greymon I got two weeks ago? I don't think I did. Um, Digimon recently, similar to Pokemon... Digimon recently re uh, did a new set with the like original art from back in the 2000s, um, but on the new style cards. And the box topper for the because I was the first person to buy from my card guy, uh, first person to buy from from that box. Uh, he gave me the box topper, and it's this really sick War Greymon Hollow card. Um, but it's actually different than the regular War Greymon from the set. Um, it's less powerful, actually, which is 
wild to me. Um, different moves, too. Interesting how War Greymon can have different, uh, different things. Oh, yeah, they're virus or vaccine. I just thought that was weird with, with Digimon or Data. All very different, interesting things. Uh, I'm going on a tangent that doesn't apply to what we normally talk about. Anyway, before we get too deep into the nonsense, let, let's, let's, uh, let's get to what you guys are here for. And let's start with the video game. What's going on in video games, huh? Huh? Anyway, uh, Criterion Games, who have taken over the uh, stewardship, if you will, of the Need for Speed series, has now absorbed uh, almost half of Codemasters. Yes, Codemasters, another racing game developer, uh, was purchased by EA a few years ago. They've been helping with Need for Speed, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but because Criterion's working so much on the next Need for Speed, whenever that might be, uh, they have absorbed part of Codemasters to become part of Criterion instead. So hopefully this means the next Need for Speed will be good. Uh, Starfield and Redfall, what might have been uh, Xbox's two biggest exclusives in 2022, have unfortunately been delayed to 2023. Uh, Bethesda made the announcement recently that uh, it, to ensure the highest quality, both games would be delayed. A lot of people lost their shit, obviously, but I, I think a lot of people need to realize that, uh, you know, with everything that's going on with the pandemic and everything like that, that I, I don't think, um, I, I think people are still adjusting to how to develop games in, in, in hybrid schedules or from home still. And uh, a lot of these big tech companies haven't fully returned to the offices yet. Um, I know, like, I, I mean, I, my job, we, we have somewhat of a hybrid situation. Um, but that, uh, I don't think that applies to all situations. So, you know, I, I it, it makes sense that, that a lot of the video game industry is still learning and adapting. And I'm not trying to defend them. I'm not. Um, I, I, my, my bigger issue is, is mostly with fans. Fans are turned into rabid monsters when a game doesn't come out soon enough. Uh, but at the same time, they are rabid monsters when a game is delayed. Um, and, and, and there's really no give or take with them. And, and that's, that's the issue I think people have is that... It, 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 it's time to like give, cut some slack for these people. Like seriously, um, it, it's, it's, they're, they're doing their damn best and people literally will not cut any slack. And that's the worst part about it. And it, it, it's unfortunate that these people get treated this way. And at the same time, I get it. It's like, I want my thing, but at what cost? At what cost? It, and, and is it really worth it in some of those situations? Yeah, it sucks. But at the end of the day, like, are you really going to, like, be that angry about it? Like, chill the fuck out, bro. It's all good, bro. It's all good. It's all good. And honestly, these are new things. They're new IPs. So it's not like they have a rabid fan base. I mean, I get Starfield might because, A, it's Bethesda's next major RPG. 
But at the same time, it's like, chill. Chill, bro. Um, another video game is getting adapted for television. Uh, Alan Wake, of all things, is getting adapted for TV, but on AMC. And I will actually defend this adaptation. I think Alan Wake is probably one of the best games uh, that could be adapted uh, and built upon. Most Remedy remedy games can be. Um, and, and also, I think that um, Alan Wake will benefit from this. And it, it, it was already somewhat episodic in the game. Um, one of my favorite and most underrated games, which is now uh, going to be available on Switch. The Pokemon Alan Wake remaster will be available on Nintendo Switch now. Uh, and even though... They did announce a sequel, I think, earlier this year. Um, they did say that uh, they did release some new. Um, they did release some new screenshots or concept art or something like that. Unfortunately, though, they will not be. Um, they will not be sharing any news for quite some time. Um, on on uh, Alan Wake 2. So it's going to be a while. Um, so that's unfortunate. But go play Alan Wake if you haven't. The remaster is available on just about every platform. And now Switch. So go play it. And get hyped for the AMC show. AMC does really well with adaptations. I will say that. Uh, also, uh, today, the Pokemon Home 2.0 update was added. Uh, which will now allow you to upload Pokemon from uh, Brilliant Diamond and wait, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl uh, to the game, and then also you can now uh, also upload Pokemon from Pokemon Legends Arceus. So uh, that way you can essentially finally pad out your um, you can finally pad out your, your, uh, um, I can't talk today, your Pokedex, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. Uh, and then also EA announced that the, uh, is it EA? Yeah, EA, the Dead Space remake will be, uh, coming out in January. All, uh, as long as everything goes according to plan. So yes, you will be playing the Dead Space remake as soon as January 2023, uh, less than a year away. Uh, Nintendo Switch has also now outsold the PS4 in the United States, becoming the fourth highest selling console in U.S. history. I think the top four are now all Nintendo. Um, I think they're all Nintendo consoles. Uh, let's double check that. I think we're updating this all the time. Best-selling consoles. Yeah, the Nintendo Switch. Jesus Christ. Oh, PlayStation 2 is the only one above it. So, yes, the the uh, the PlayStation 2 is the only non-Nintendo console in the top four. It is the top five are PlayStation 2, Nintendo DS, Game Boy, 
Nintendo Switch and PS4 in the U.S., and then PlayStation Wii, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, round out the top 10. Um, no surprise there, really. Anyway, uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars has announced its next three, yes, three DLC characters. Uh, Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot will be the first. Uh, Hugh, Jimmy Neutron's dad, will follow later this summer. And in the fall, everyone's favorite wallaby, Rocco. <laughs> Today is a very dangerous day. Yes, Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life, one of my favorite cartoons, will be joining Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Might have to pick it up once Rocco joins, that's for damn sure. I love that it has a lot of the 90s character, 90s original Nickelodeon show characters. Uh, it You don't always get that in, in a lot of these things, and people forget about all the great cartoons that have been on Nickelodeon over the last 30 plus years. Epic Games announced they will be launching a new uh, Unreal Engine 5 editor geared directly towards Fortnite later this year. Eh. Stupid, gross. Eh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sega announced that to... You should expect a lot more remakes and spin-offs of some of their best franchises to release later this year. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean that Crazy Taxi reboot they've been working on. That, that's going to come a little bit later. Uh, but some other things might come uh, and some things you probably aren't expecting. Neither am I. I, I really don't know myself. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's what they're hyping it up to be. Um... Also, we got our first trailer for Multiverses, the Warner Brothers-focused uh, Smash clone, which looks a lot better than Nickelodeon All-Stars does. Uh, this will feature, of course, Batman, Gandalf, Arya Stark, Shaggy, Scooby, uh, Finn the Human, Jake the Dog, all those characters. Um, and in this trailer, we, we see the gloriousness that is Kevin Conroy voicing Batman. And anytime you hear Kevin Conroy voicing Batman, you know you're looking at some great things. Kevin Conroy doesn't fuck around when he does Batman. It's my best impression of him right now. What I didn't expect to hear, though, was Maisie Williams voicing Arya Stark. That was actually a shocker to me. Uh, of course, Matthew Lillard is back to voice Shaggy, and he does get his, like, god tier power up that was a meme for a very long time so that's funny to see what what i don't understand first off iron giant's going to be in it which scaling i don't know how that's going to work uh the thing i don't understand is they got um they got kevin conroy back as batman they got george newburn newburn back as superman but they they don't have the same person voicing wonder woman so i i don't know uh, there's an open beta coming in July, and the game will be free to play when it releases. So I'm I'm kind of ex excited on this. Um, I think it looks really cool. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. So we'll see what happens when it launches later this year. Uh, Ubisoft Plus has been announced to be included in the new PS Plus uh, structure. Um, so, yes, Ubisoft Plus is coming to PlayStation. It will be part of PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. Uh, those are the two higher tiers. Um, 
it'll be Ubisoft Plus Classics, which is a little different than regular Ubisoft Plus. Um, it will include 27 games at launch. Uh, and uh, it will st- be available starting June 13th. That's when the new PlayStation Plus stuff launches. Uh, it will also include Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It will include The Division, For Honor, uh, Child of Light, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, Far Cry 4, great game, Steep, South Park, the Fractured Butthole, The Crew 2, Trials Rising, Watch Dogs, and Werewolves Within. Um, it should be at least 50 games by the end of 2022 per Ubisoft uh, and more in the future. Uh, Ubisoft Plus, the full version, which has 100-plus games, um, is coming to PlayStation and Xbox consoles, but no date has been given. Uh, I wonder if they'll include that kind of version in Game Pass. I think they said that. I'm not sure. Uh, But at the same time, we finally got our list for what games are going to be included in PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. And it's a great list of games. So as of right now, there's at least 56 games for the PS between PS4 and PS5 for the $100 a year extra and $120 a year premium tiers. Uh, the premium also has another 29 classic catalog games, uh, so PS1, PS2, and then 29 PS3 games. So uh, I'm just going to read down some of the other some of the games. Uh, so in the Extra and premium tier, you have Alienation, Ash, and these are the PS4, PS5 games. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, another one of those. Bloodborne, uh, Control, Ultimate Edition, Death Stranding, and this director's cut of it. Demon Souls on PS5, uh, Final Fantasy 15, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War. Uh, it won't have day one launches of PlayStation games, though. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Loco Roco, Guardians of the Galaxy, so a lot of games that are in Game Pass too. Uh, both Spider-Man games from Insomniac, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K22, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, Uncharted 4, all those. Um, and then if you get the premium tier, the more expensive one, this will include games from PS1 and PS2. You have Ape Escape 1 and 2, uh, Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, Hot Shots Golf, Jack, all th- of the Jack and Daxter games, uh, Lego Harry Potter, interesting, Siphon Filter, Tekken 2. Uh, and then if you get the premium tier, here are the PS3 games. Um, oh, Oh, it looks like, um, oh, time trial, never mind. Anyway, PS3 games include Asura's Wrath, uh, Demon Souls, the original one, Fear, Ico, uh, Infamous 1, 2, and 3, Moto Storm games, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, the Ratchet and Clank games, Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, Resistance 3, and some others. Um... I think I'm still going to keep my essential tier for now, but we'll see um, We'll see how that goes moving forward. Um, I really don't want the premium just to play PS1 games. Uh, I wish I could just throw a PS1 disc. Uh, 
my goddamn PS5. Um, yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, anyway, Fall Guys is finally coming to Nintendo Switch and Xbox a year after it was announced and delayed, subsequently thereafter. But with that, the game will be going free to play with a new season pass, and it launches next month. So, almost a year after it was supposed to be on those consoles, it's finally coming. Um... The Twisted Metal show in, uh, grows its cast with Stephanie Beatriz, who you might know is the main star of Disney's most recent film. Um, oh, what movie was that? Uh, the one with Lin-Manuel Miranda, the We Don't Talk About Bruno movie. Uh, anyway, uh, or Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where she played Diaz. And then the last game story here today... Uh, EA and DICE have announced that they are removing their 128-player battle mode um, and cutting it down to their 64-player mode. Apparently, it just was too much chaos and players weren't really able to uh, make a mark. Well, yeah, when you got 128 fucking people, like, how, how are you supposed to do shit with that many people? That's pure nonsense. Pure nonsense. I don't even remember. Like, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Um, But I'm glad they're fixing it. I don't know how many people are actually playing Battlefield 2042, though. Uh, I don't think it was the success they were hoping for. Um, Shooters are in a weird place right now. I think with the exception of of, uh, maybe Warzone. But and Fortnite, but Vanguard didn't sell well. Uh, Battlefield didn't sell well. Halo did okay, and now it's kind of crumbling. Um, so I, I think it's still just Fortnite and Warzone at this point. The free to play ones are winning, even though Halo is free to play. But there's other issues with Halo that they they have addressed and are starting to address. I do like season two on Halo. I know we're kind of getting away from. We were talking about with Battlefield. Um, but Last Spartan Standing, I'm terrible at it, but I do enjoy it. And it's not it is not a battle royale mode, despite what everyone thinks. It's like a it's like a mix of gun game and um, I don't know what you would call it, because you have like lives and stuff. So it's uh, it's different. It's different, that's for sure. Oh, almost like a, a mix between all of them, I guess you could say. It's 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 fun. It's fun. But being able to upgrade your weapons, uh, even though the pistol can kind of last you till the end, um, until you can get the, the, the bulldog shotgun, is, is pretty worth it. Uh, anyway, moving forward, let's talk about some TV, shall we? Uh, how about this? Did you guys know that... The Moon Knight producers are going to be producing the Fantastic Four film. Well, they are, and that's what they are now focusing their attention on. Not Moon Knight Season 2, which is unfortunate. And then uh, Pokemon. Yes, Pokemon, the anime, will be airing its 25th. You heard that right. 25th season this year. Pokemon has been on the air for 25 years. Of course, last year was its 25th anniversary and uh, we're getting very close to Pokemon being 30 years old. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
Uh, and then Norm MacDonald, we have found out, filmed a secret stand-up special before his death, uh, tragically, earlier this year. And it will premiere on Netflix on May 30th. So, I am shocked that we're getting a new stand-up special. So, I'm excited to watch that. I always love Norm MacDonald. Uh, it has been announced that Loki Season 2 begins filming either next month or July, uh, but very soon. Uh, and then Kevin Feige followed up with saying that the entire cast will be returning, which is very interesting. Uh, does that mean we're getting a variant Kang? Uh, I mean, that was pretty much hinted at in the end of the show. Um, but I'm very happy to hear that everyone will be returning. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows is also getting Season 4, which actually premieres this July, sooner than expected. Excited to hear about that. Uh, Hulu has canceled MODOK, the Patton Oswalt show. Uh, that wasn't good, that I couldn't even finish. Uh, and then David Tennant will be returning to Doctor Who for its 60th anniversary. The 10th Doctor is returning. I think everyone's favorite Doctor. Uh, so that's good to hear. Uh, the Boys Season 3 got a new trailer that promises to up the soup action with the uh, titular boys, looks like getting their own kind of superpowers uh, from some kind of drug that gives them the ability to be a soup for 24 hours. And Butcher is getting heat vision, apparently. Uh, meanwhile, it looks like, um, it looks like Homelander's going insane. Black Mirror has been renewed for Season 6 over at Netflix, uh, but these will be feature-length episodes, and there will only be three episodes in this sixth season. Uh, we got new word on the future of Star Wars, and it seems to be focused on TV, and the, one of the next series uh, will be headed by John Watts, who of course directed the most three recent Tom Holland Spider-Man films, uh, and it will be a Goonies-style coming-of-age film uh, set after Return of the Jedi. Um, there's a new Vanity Fair article about Star Wars. I urge you guys to read it. It's really great. Um, with some awesome photos from Annie Leibovitz as well. Uh, moving over to Marvel, the MCU on Disney+. Plus, We got a new trailer for She-Hulk. And she is thirsty. She be thirsty. And I'm all in it. I'm all in on the She-Hulk. I was feeling things I probably shouldn't be feeling about a comic character on television, but uh, I'm liking the She-Hulk, and I'm not the only one. Uh, She-Hulk premieres August 17th. Uh, in the trailer, we of course saw the Abomination, Emil Blonsky, who we last saw in, in Shang-Chi fighting Wong, in Madripoor, and it has been confirmed that Wong will appear in She-Hulk Attorney at Law uh, in some capacity. I saw someone made a funny joke online. It's like, Phase 4, no, it's Phase Wong, as, uh, of course, he was, he's been in Shang-Chi. He was now, uh, of course, he had a, a major part in Doctor Strange 2, and, of course, now he'll be in She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Uh, circling back to the Star Wars article in Vanity Fair, 
Ewan McGregor let slip that his wife, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, will be in the Ahsoka show before anyone knew. So yes, she will be in the Ahsoka show confirming that husband and wife will be in two separate Star Wars projects. Uh, today it was announced that Rick and Morty will be getting a anime spinoff based around the two anime shorts uh, that aired last year, I want to say. Um, but they will be getting their own anime, which I'm actually kind of cool about. It's getting its own season, at least one season, uh, potentially more, as we wait, of course, for season six of Rick and Morty to drop. Anyway, uh... So, I'm going to talk about Strange New Worlds. We're two weeks in, th- week three tomorrow, episode three tomorrow. Uh, it, 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 is, it is classic Trek. It is a return to form. It is episodic, which, which is what Star Trek needs right now. Um, my biggest issues with Discovery and Picard have been their... While they are serialized and they tell this overarching story, there's, there's too many filler episodes. And when you're only doing 10 episode seasons, filler episodes are not good. And I rallied against filler episodes for a very long time. And the beauty of going back to episodic is you don't have filler episodes. Because those filler episodes are episodic episodes, but there's, they're, there's, they're not telling an overarching story. So you're not losing the plot. You're not slowing things down. And that's what I love so far about Strange New Worlds. And each episode's given a different character to shine. Like episode two was all about Uhura. Uh, Episode one was mostly about Pike and number one. And I'm really, really, really digging this show. Um, And I I can't wait for more. And I'm, I'm glad it's getting a season two. Meanwhile, with Halo, we went from the worst episode to the... Uh, even worse episode. Why is there some kind of... Why is there a sex scene in Halo? Why? I Like, I get you're trying to appeal to mass audiences or some bullshit like that. But, like, in, in, in every single Halo book, game... I can't even think of the amount of times there's a sex scene. I don't think there's one at all in 20 years of, of, of canon. And then the show, a Hidden Xperia put it best. He doesn't think that this was this was originally started as a Halo show. Like someone wrote something and then they needed an IP at the last minute and added Halo. Because... Why the fuck is Chief fucking this, 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 this other person? I swear to God, the final episode better be fucking good. Otherwise, I think I might skip season two. Unless they change everything. I get it, they can't blow their budget on, like, the, the Covenant every episode. But that doesn't mean to fill it with, with trash. Like, you don't need sex or nudity in shows for them to be good. I, I don't know where things got twisted with HBO forever ago, and people thought that that's, yeah, sex sells, but not fucking always, man. Holy shit. Even Game of Thrones stopped doing it towards the end, because they didn't need to. 
which then just makes it a vicious fucking cycle. Oh, you got to watch this show. It's got sex in it and nudity. Like, fucking no. A, I continue to hate the the, the Spartan characters. Uh, well, at least John and whatever the other ones is who took out their fucking inhibitor chips or whatever you want to call them. The other two were sick. At least there was a good fight scene between John and the Spartans in, in this episode. They're also making Halsey out to be this this like caricature of herself and making her this villain and and Halsey's never been a villain no she's not gr- a good person but she's not a villain I don't like what they're doing with this show at all and it better fucking be good on the final episode they're teasing brutes and more fights and where the fuck are the hunters they teased hunters weeks ago and we still haven't seen them on screen where this show is ridiculous i get so mad because there were there was so much potential and they fucking dropped the ball the oddball was lost anyway let's talk about movies before i go on another rant uh bullet train the new brad pitt movie has been delayed once again but this time to august so we don't have to wait too much longer and in the coolest casting news i've ever heard in a long time Christopher Walken will be joining Dune Part 2 as the Emperor of the Universe, or whatever they call him. Yes, Christopher Walken is going to be in Dune Part 2, and I cannot wait to watch him chew up the scenery. That is an epic casting, if I ever saw one. Uh, And then, this is Spinal Tap is getting a sequel. I think this is the first Christopher Guest movie in, like, almost a decade. Um, But the whole cast and director Rob Reiner will be returning, uh, which I'm all about. Uh, This is Spinal Tap, of course, is famous for... um, Oh, he had that show in 2016. Um, Sorry. Uh, they're famous for, you know, turning it up to 11. Um, and and uh, I'm very excited. I am very, very excited for this. And uh, Rob Reiner and the original cast will all star in it as well. Uh, hope they turn things up to 12. No, that's, no, that's not a good joke. Um, the next Predator film, entitled Prey, uh, will now be hitting Hulu. And in August, uh, and it takes place in like Native American, when Native Americans were still uh, ruling the plains. So that's very exciting, hence the name Prey. I think they'll be hunting the predators. Um, And then uh, I mentioned earlier that Vanity Fair Star Wars article, don't expect a Star Wars movie anytime soon. It seems like uh, right now their focus is on TV. Kathleen Kennedy made a lot of uh, poignant remarks. Uh, They maybe might be moving away from trilogies, which I'm actually okay with. Um, They're going to have a... They have a new, you know, um, roadmap, which I I think is is smart because they didn't really have one with the the sequels. I blame JJ. Um, She understands that, you know, a, a lot of things need to change and a lot of things didn't work right. Uh, Solo, for one, they don't want to cast 
young actors playing younger versions of the original cast anymore. Uh, and they saw how Solo made them realize that. Uh, it's all going to be focused on new stuff. Like I said, TV and or is coming a lot sooner than expected. Um, and she, we got updates on some of the other films. It looks like Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie will be first um, whenever that comes. Uh, Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron is still on the books for a release sometime in the future. I think she's going to be focusing on uh, some other movies first. And uh, despite the fact that Ryan Johnson is very busy, as per Kathleen Kennedy, his trilogy is still being planned, uh, but it's on the back burner per her. Um, I'm sure a lot of things will be announced at Celebration next week. So I'm going to... Uh, hold this conversation for about two weeks we'll circle circle back in two weeks to see what gets announced at celebration i'm hoping to be at the panel for that um and we'll see how things go but uh, everything in that article i loved because kathleen kennedy she knows what she's doing i never had lost any faith in her like some people have um but i she also made a good point about how you know, she used to have a lot of fun making movies with George and Steven um, and things like that. She's produced all their mov- a lot of their movies for a very long time. And I think she realized that some of the fun has been lost and wants to get back to that. So I, I like that's something I like to hear. Um, but I'm okay with Star Wars not having another movie just yet. They need to regroup and make sure everything works. Um, another movie is coming to Hulu. In the form of a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen reboot. Which sounds very cool. And if they do it right, I think Halo will be... Halo Hulu will be a good spot for that. Uh, I am excited to see how that comes out. And I'm excited to hear what happens with that. And then a uh, final bit of news is uh, over to the MCU. Marvel has signed a deal... With POW Entertainment, who uh, the company that Stan Lee founded back in 2001 um, and subsequently sued shortly before his death. Uh, But anyway, Marvel has has, uh, signed a deal with them for 20 years to be able to use uh, and license Stan Lee's likeness, uh, obviously to be used in future films um, and and theme park and things like this. in, in a press release, uh, Genius Brands, who also signed with, with uh, Marvel, uh, that they said, quote, There's no better place than Marvel and Disney where Stan should be for his movies and theme park experiences. As we enter the centennial year of Stan's birthday, December 28, 2022, we are thrilled to see his memory and legacy will continue to delight fans through this new long-term agreement with Marvel, unquote. Interesting. Um, I don't know what that means, really. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I guess it's really just. uh, It's really just for him to be in the Marvel movies. I think that's it. And oh, I guess uh, Genius Brands makes educational stuff, and Stan Lee's superhero kindergartners. Oh, they do My Little Pony. Their brands, yeah. Stanley Superhero Kindergartners, 
Oh, Rainbow Ranger, excuse me. I thought that was my little pony. KC Pop Quiz. Llama Llama. What the hell is this? Common Citizen Secret Lab. Oh, Baby Genius. I know that. Secret Millionaires Club. Shaq's Garage. What are these shows? They have a channel? I've never heard of Genius Brands before today. Oh, God, it's all children-focused. This is wild. Oh, it's got those really crappy movies, though. There's a TV show based on Ark Survival Evolved? What is this? Harriet the Spy? I am very confused. This, this is... This is wild to me. This is a crazy company. And is this, was this Lego knockoff? What is this? Oh, that's Roblox. This is a wild thing. That's a rabbit hole we're not going down right now. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it for that. Thank you guys for listening this week. As always, check out nixnerdnews.com where you guys can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can find links to our Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts pages. We're also on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, the like, things like that. Um, Also, while you're there, check out our social media tab where you can see our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds. Uh, Or if you prefer, just search Nixner News on your preferred social media platform of choice. Uh, Should be there at panels on Saturday in Oceanside. Panels come from a coffee bar. For Super Smash Brothers Melee with the 101 League. Uh, make sure to support the 101 League on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Discord, and Twitch. Um, and I think with that, we're done. And I will catch you guys on the flip side.